Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You're listening to our weekday summer series where we're exploring what it would look like to treat this summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. To help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we are reading through the Psalms together. Yesterday we focused on Psalm 23 verse 4 and witnessed how those green pastures and still waters gave way to King David walking through a dark valley. Instead of letting the threat of trouble overwhelm him, David found comfort in God's presence. He recognized the size of his problems paled in comparison to the greatness of his God. Today in verse 5, David still finds himself in that same ominous valley. And yet, something unexpected occurs. A feast breaks out. Before we explore how we can flourish rather than flounder amid adversity, I want to give you a space to pause and thank God in prayer for being a generous host who provides for all of our needs. So let's do that now. Father, thank you for this time and this space to be with you, to listen to you, to learn from you in your word. I pray that we would be good soil, that we would receive your word, that we would understand what it means to be invited to your table. God, open our hearts, open our minds, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to listen or follow along in your Bible as we read Psalm 23, verses 1 through 5 together. As you listen to the words, consider the valleys in your own life, either past or present, and those spots where you've encountered uncertainty, trials, or maybe resistance of some type. And then pay close attention to what God invites you to experience while the chaos in the valley unfolds. Psalm 23, 1-5 says this, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Up to this point in Psalm 23, David has described God as a caring shepherd who leads and watches over his flock. And then here in verse 5, the imagery changes from a loving shepherd to a gracious host who throws a victory feast. But it's not just any ordinary party. This is a celebration in the presence of our enemies. The conquering king invites his honored guests to the table, not in a giant banquet hall, but on the battlefield. And David's foes, who mocked and belittled him for his faith, love, and trust in God, now look on at God's gracious provision, even in the middle of their opposition. And God's provision doesn't simply satisfy our hunger pains, but as we feast on God's faithfulness, we actually find ourselves beyond full. We can sit down at the table with confidence because our cup overflows, and it is precisely that abundance of love that we can share with those around us. Take a moment and consider this. What makes you reluctant or causes you to doubt that you are an invited and honored guest at God's table? Let 
Let's read today's passage one more time. Psalm 23, 1-5 The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Later in the Gospels, another victory feast takes place. This time, Jesus Christ, the one who called himself the Good Shepherd, invites his disciples to the table, including Judas, who would go on to betray him. A few days later, chaos unfolded in Jerusalem, and all hope had seemed lost for those same disciples. They watched their friend and teacher be arrested and crucified as the fiery crowd mocked, scorned, and belittled them. They watched as a movement they had given their life to seemingly stopped. In a way, the disciples and others who followed Jesus were walking through their dark valley. It's not until the empty tomb three days later and an encounter with the resurrected Jesus that they recognize what their enemies attempted to use for evil, God used for good. His victory became their victory and our victory and the foundation of our hope. God had put to shame our greatest enemy, which is death itself. We might not know whether our life's path will take us through green pastures and still waters or have us navigating the dark valleys. Yet still, we can be confident, and like David, we can proclaim, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. As we begin to wrap up our time together, I want to provide some space for you to respond to what we've read and to what God is starting to say to you through Psalm 23. So consider this. How has Christ's victory become your victory? Another question to consider is this. What would it look like for you to walk victorious in those places where you're facing adversity and trials? Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and pray over all of us. Lord Jesus, you prepare a table before us. We don't deserve an invitation, but you welcome us anyway. You invite us to eat, to enjoy, and to remember that we stand victorious. So we will head to your table today with empty hands and a hungry heart, knowing it is here where life is found. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. As you go about your day, Keep your head up and remember that no matter what comes your way, you stand victorious because of Christ. Join us tomorrow as we close out our journey through Psalm 23 with a reflective prayer experience. Until then, blessings. Blessings.